Hey, this is Triple M's homegrown going right around the country, 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. That is L-A-S-T-N-R. Hey, very excited about this one. We've been playing him for years. What a year he's had. Of course, I'm talking about... Casey Barnes, we love tracks. Keep him coming back. Ain't coming home. And you're loving it on one triple three five three. Get to know ya. Of course, nominated for an Aria four. And we're loving new rock from him. Our fifth single, Small Town. Nowhere to run to in a small town. Very excited to finally be joined by the one and only Mr. Casey Barnes. How are you, man? Uh, very well. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, what a year you've had. Holy hell. Have you had a chance to sit down yet? Oh, mate, just, <laughs> I guess just stopping and, and being grateful, you know. It's been a yeah. long time and a fair bit of hard work over a long, yeah, a lot of years. So it's um, yeah. times where you got to stop and just go, yeah, it was all worth it. And yeah. um and yeah, extremely grateful. Absolutely, man. How was overseas? You just got back. Uh, what was it like? You're in Nashville? Yeah, just um, been trying to get back over there for the last, you know, three years and yeah. finally had the chance to get again and um, yeah, did some shows in Nashville and then a whole bunch down the East Coast of, mm. of the States and um, it was terrific. You know, we've been busting to get back over there and, and also wrote a whole bunch of new songs that we're going to start recording for next year. Cool, so man. It's, um, it's a it's been a busy time. Can you paint the picture of what Nashville is like for people who haven't been there before, just from like a, a music point of view? Like, what's it like being a songwriter when you get there? Oh man, it's like the Disneyland of music. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it really is. It, and it's and one of the misconceptions that some of your listeners may not know is yeah. a lot of people just go Nashville country music, and they'd be right. But but what a lot of people don't realise is Nashville is also this melting pot of every other genre you can think of so rock dance um jazz you know everything like a lot of you know some of the best producers and musicians and artists base themselves in that in nashville because it's just such a great place to live and yeah so many talented people in one place so yeah it's 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 a pretty special place obviously you've got like quite a busy tour schedule with shows back here and abroad is it one of those places that you get to that you just want to stay for, for as long as you can, like you're tempted to kind of push things back because it must be, like you said, you, it's a Disneyland of music, right? It is, yeah. I mean, and it's just one of those things where when you're there, you just get introduced to one person and then they'll introduce you to another yeah. and things sort of happen. You know, like some of the, yeah, some of my biggest sort of lucky breaks have happened when I've been in Nashville. Cool. I mean, even like the very first time I went there, I mm. remember – I remember when I was a kid growing up in Tassie, I used to listen to a guy called Rick Price who was big in the 90s and yeah. he's a, an Aussie artist. And I always had this dream I'd love to work with him one day. And I was in a cafe in Nashville of all the places. No way. Well. He's standing behind me in the cafe, spark up a conversation. We write our first song the next day and he ends up producing my next record. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's full on, but it's just one of those places. Oh man, that's the magical thing about music, right? You know, you can grow up kind of idolizing someone and I guess it's the only kind of profession where, you know, I guess if you think about a sportsman, if you like basketball, you idolize Michael Jackson, sorry, Michael Jordan, you'll never get to play with him. But the beautiful thing about music is like you can collaborate and songwrite and be in the studio with them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, And you know, it is, it's one of those places. I mean, um, you know, you hear stories, obviously, um, Keith Urban and Nicole live yeah. in, in Nashville. And yep. it's it's one of those places where even when 
people see them out and about, they don't bother them. Like I think that's the I like that. the understanding. They just give them their space. You know, they let them do their thing, and that's why people want to stay there is they don't get hassled too much. And um, mm. but yeah, it's it's definitely a cool place. If you've never been, put it on your bucket list. Absolutely, man, and light it up. I mean, the response to this release has been absolutely incredible. I remember playing a bit of audio. On the day the album was released, I want to play this back to you. Rodeo Launceston, it is album release day. We are here at Sanity Music and we are doing a little experiment to make sure they've actually got my album in stock. So, we're oh, in luck. Here it is. <laughs> there you go, Launceston on album release day. What, what was that like <laughs> at Sanity of all places too? Mate, it, and you know what the funny thing is, is Launceston is, is where I was born. So yeah. that was... Um, a bit of a spin out being in the old home state for the album release. And, and even right back to, you know, we had a choice where we could launch the album. We could have done it, you know, up here in Queensland or yeah. in Sydney or Tamworth or wherever. But I sort of went to the team and I said, I'd love to go back down awesome, to Tasman and, and do it there. But it was, yeah, um, yeah the response has been great. Um, you know, very, very blessed that, you know, everyone's gone out and got behind it. And also that radio have been playing, you know, um, some country music on mainstream commercial radio, which is huge. Oh, dude, it's so catchy, man. It's really, really cool. Getting back to uh, the Launceston thing, um, how important is it to, like, kind of do, like, a big kind of show like that back home? Because it, is it hard, like, kind of relaying information sometimes? Like you said, you're doing songwriting in Nashville, you're doing all these incredible festivals. Is it good to, like, when you call your parents and, or your family and friends, are they just, like, nonchalant about it? Is it kind of, like, hard to explain, like, you know, all the success you're having? Yeah, sometimes it is. You <laughs> yeah. know, it, it's, it is. It's, and it's, I guess, I guess it's like if anyone listening has been on an incredible overseas adventure and yes. a trip and they get home and they sit down with their family and they start going <laughs> yeah. through all the photos. And they're sitting in their own heads. They're going, "You guys have no idea. Like, you can't, you can't relate to how amazing this view was or what we did <laughs> yeah. here." You know. Yeah. And I guess it is a little bit like that. You know, it's just sometimes you've just got to stop and remember. You know, you set yourself little goals as you go through your career, and when you tick mm-hmm. them off, you sort of stop for five minutes and go, "That was awesome." Yes. You know, I've ticked that off the the bucket list, and now let's go on to the next thing. And and it's weird because going back to Launceston. When I was growing up, I used to walk past this little Irish pub on the corner um, over the road from where I went to school. Yeah. And there was a blackboard out the front. And I used to think back in those days, if I can just get my name, even if it's on a Tuesday night, oh. I reckon I've hit the big time. And that was my first ever gig was playing at <laughs> yeah. that pub. And then you do that and you go, okay, what's, you know, what's the yeah. next thing that I want to do after that? That's really cool, man. Well, I feel like the cool thing about you is you've really kind of you know, got around social media and I feel like your fans are really on the journey with you, you know, because you're really cool at documenting everything. Uh, I love all of your reels too. Uh, funny stuff about being a dad. I think like, uh, that's really cool for a fan to be on that journey with the artist. How have you found kind of approaching that from the other end, like having to, you know, do social media and all that kind of stuff? Cause I guess it's, it's become a big part of being a songwriter and artist now. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword, you know, like, mm. um, some some parts I know a lot of artists don't enjoy, but yeah. you know I think if you keep it real and it's um, in a way documenting, you know, a day in the life of what what you go through, I think fans enjoy yeah. sort of seeing that behind the scenes sort of big time. Um, yeah, perspective and and you know I just try and have a bit of fun and have a bit of a sense of humour and sometimes embarrass my two kids. Who, <laughs> yeah. My fourteen year old uh, is constantly telling me I need to take that down off TikTok because friends <laughs> yeah. are bagging her at school. So you know. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good fun. Entered like embarrassing dad territory. 
oh man she's like <laughs> she's hypercritical like anything it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's a true story this is a true story like two weeks ago yeah um halloween um this is in our own street we had chris hemsworth right chris hemsworth in in the flesh what? doing halloween for some weird reason he decided to come to our little yeah you know neighborhood in Corumban. And and my daughter got a photo with him and her, her friends, and she wouldn't even let us share that because she was too embarrassed. She was like, <laughs> "No, my friends are going to bag me at school," and, and so we had to take it down. <laughs> what the heck? You can't win, can you? Nah, nah, it's crazy. Well, man, why we're on the Gold Coast? Incredible achievement, man. Artist of the year and the Gold Coast Music Hall of Fame. Like, this is just crazy, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Look, it's funny. Um, there's a really um exciting little music scene up here on the Gold Coast that um, is starting to get a bit of momentum. And I guess it sort of started with, you know, I mean, I can remember doing gigs 20 years ago with Mm. Ricky Lee. Like I'd be downstairs in in the pub and she'd be upstairs doing R&B night and we'd we'd run into each other after the the gig. And then it was Amy Shark and I, we'd often do gigs in the same venues and we've known each other for years and she's gone on to, you know, to kick some huge goals and doing yeah. really well. But there's, yeah, there's a really healthy um, music scene up here and nice to see, you know, some new talent coming through as well. Oh, big time, man. And, uh, you know, to get all these other cool things as well, like to get sync with the AFL, Farmer Wants a Wife, like, you know, they're, they're great avenues as well for people, you know, kind of like finding your music too. Absolutely. Yeah, look, huge um, opportunities, both of those ones. I remember with the AFL, when we wrote Light It Up, you know, last year, I remember in the studio saying to the boys, I said, I reckon this one would be perfect for the footy, you right. know, like if we could get a sync on the footy, yeah. wouldn't it be awesome? And then put it out there and ask the question and yeah, we were super lucky and yeah, similar story with Get to Know You and Farmer Wants a Wife. I was sort of like, this song's perfect, you know, mm. for, for the show. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of luck involved as well. So yeah. I think um, it's a combination of um, on both of those things. Absolutely, man. I love the fact how you've come back from the States and you've hit the ground running. You know, you played some festivals, you know, doing, you know, kind of a lot of regional touring as well. Like how important is that for you, you know, not to just do the Cap Cities, but to go everywhere? Yeah, super important. You know, I think um, especially through COVID, there are a lot of regional communities that, got forgotten about maybe yeah. and, and a lot of music actually that can't get there or it's too expensive and it is difficult to get out to those regional parts of the country but i love it you know especially when you go to somewhere that you've never been before because mm. you're getting that new experience and you're sort of injecting some some music into a community that probably might not get it every day of the week so yeah i love it it's the best part of the job and yeah. um yeah, it's it's something that I, I look forward to for sure. Absolutely, man. I feel like festivals are really in a, in a good position now, unless it bloody rains, which is a drag. And I've seen that, you know, yeah. you've got Meatstock next year, Casey Chambers, Brad Cox, James Johnson. What's it like, you know, to get on a festival with these kind of other artists? Do you find that, do you find that you're still kind of learning as well, watching other acts perform and, and the way they go about it? Yeah. Oh, look, that's one of the things I love is, you know, we just came off the back of, I mean, a couple of festivals this year that have always been on my bucket list. Yeah. Um, Blues Fest down in Byron was oh, one that I, yeah. I've always wanted to do. And mm. we finally got our chance and and it was just an incredible weekend. And then there's others like CMC Rocks. We only just did that recently. And they always bring out the big internationals from the States. And, and I love sitting, you know, that opportunity to sit st- side stage and watch them in action and, 
and even have some of your idols like her there's one guy you know some of your listeners may not know who this is but his name's jimmy allen and he's blowing up in america in the yeah. country music scene yeah. and i didn't realize he was standing side stage when we did cmc rocks and he Whoa. watched our whole set really he came over to me backstage and he said dude that was amazing. He said, here's my number. Next time you're in Nashville, oh. give us a call. Let's, let's um, hook up. So Dude. it's just one of those things where, yeah, I mean, th- those opportunities to collaborate and, you know, hang out with people that you um, you look up to, it's it's great. Back to Disneyland, man. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. Hey, tell me, man, is, is there like a, a kind of pinch yourself moment you look back on, you know, chatting to a lot of artists, like reflecting during lockdown, you know, because touring is just like, go, 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 I'm recording. Gave a lot of people to kind of sit back and look back at things and go, man, did I do that? Did I really meet that person here? Is there like one kind of moment that comes to mind where you just think, man, that it almost seems too good to be true? Oh, I had a, I've been very lucky. I've had a few. Um, I don't know. I could probably talk to you for another 10 minutes about That's weird fine. things that have happened. But, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess I got to meet Bono once and that was, that was a, a spin-out moment. I just finished, literally just finished doing a little solo acoustic gig. This was a long time ago and they were yeah. staying at Versace on the Gold Coast. Um, they were playing Suncorp Stadium the next night and I thought, I thought oh, I might, before I drive off, I might just walk past the, the hotel and just by chance, they, if they're coming out or whatever, oh, what? they just so happened. The whole band were coming out of the hotel and there was like a small group of people that had stopped and they were signing autographs. And I just happened to have a copy of my little first independent CD and oh. came around and I gave it to Bono and he sort of looked at the cover and then he looked at me and he said, is this yours? And I said, yeah, look, you know, if you want something to listen to when you're driving around, Love it. here's my, my new album. And he stood up on the limo and stood up on the top of the limo, held it up and to the crowd, got into the limo and they drove off. And that was like Whoa. one of the coolest things that's ever happened. <laughs> oh, man, just, yeah, spin out. Oh, man, so awesome. It's so great with everything you're doing, man. It's super exciting. There's one festival I need to ask you about. Firstly, I need to know, have you done a cruise in country before? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I've done, I did a P&O country cruise Obviously, well, this is way before the pandemic. Here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was, I went in with no expectations. I, I was no, had no idea what I was in for and it was it was the best time. And yeah, we booked to do cruising country yep. next year again. So yeah. That's super exciting. John Williamson, the Wolf Brothers, of course. So Casey Barnes, I would like to know. You're going to fly away. I want you to give the Triple M family some tips if they're going on a cruising country <laughs> P&O gig. <laughs> I want some tips from Casey Barnes. What are some of the do's and don'ts of going on one of these rocking cruises? Do's and don'ts. Oh, look, just get ready because you're not, yeah, you're going to have a good time. Um, you're not going to get a lot of sleep. And, <laughs> yeah. um don't be alarmed by the people sitting by the pool at 9am in the morning already <laughs> on the drink because that's going to happen. Um, they're just good fun. They're, they're, they're great fun. And, um, you know, I, I hope that, you know, the whole cruising scene can yeah. get happening again and, and our ugly friend COVID can stay away and not uh, ruin all the fun because, um, yeah, they are a good time. So yeah. um, if you've never done one, I would suggest giving it a crack because they're great. All those details you can find at triplem.com.au. Now, it wouldn't be a chat with uh, our favourite musicians if we didn't wrap it up with this game. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. Now, this game is called Right Party Dinner. I've got three acts here. You've either got to write a song with them 
You've got to go party with them or you've got to take them home to dinner. <laughs> are you ready to go? Yeah. You, you, funnily enough, you've actually mentioned one of these artists already. So what are the bands up? So you've got oh, you man. two. Second act. Bon Jovi and the third. Brian Adams, right party or dinner? You two, Bon Jovi or Brian Adams with Casey Barnes? Go for it. Mm, party with Bon Jovi. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have dinner with you two and Bono and just pick his brains. I'd love to write a song with Brian Adams. And you oh. know what's really a spin out is you were asking me for stories. Yeah. My other story, my other spin out story is funnily enough with Brian Adams. So that's super weird. Go, All go, the- go. Artists in the world. Well, the first CD I ever got as a kid, very first CD, was Brian Adams' Greatest Hits. Yeah. Learn it back to front, yeah. the whole album. And then fast forward to, I think it was 2005, my first big break in music. I get a call from the guy who runs A Day on the Green and offers me a spot to open for Brian Adams on his national tour. So that was my very first no big way. break in music. <laughs> opening for Brian Adams. And the coolest thing was, he got my wife on stage and oh. sang in the middle of the show, and that's a whole other story. But that was that <laughs> was just the best. It was the best. So oh. there you go. Awesome, man. Casey Barnes, thank you so much for chatting. Triple M's homegrown. It's a pleasure, man. It's been awesome to watch this year, and just like, you know, no one deserves it more than you. You do so much regional touring. You've been playing for so long. It's all well-deserved, man. I can't wait to uh, meet you in person when you get to Melbourne and enjoy the rest of the shows this year, dude. Uh, thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. That easy, brother. All done. That was the best interview I've done in 2022 by a mile. <laughs> You're too kind, man. What about your career? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Baby steps. Go the career. Go the career. It's got to be close. It's got to be close. Uh, you too kind, man. Take care. Have a great weekend.